Hello everyone and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. Hello and welcome to the 2023 Miami Grand Prix preview or whatever they're calling it, the Crypto.com Miami Grand Prix of the United States, or however many words they need to say that it's going around the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, this is not going to be that long of an episode, because (laughs) it's one week after the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, a not exciting race. There's not a lot of storylines coming out about it yet, because it's only Monday that I'm recording this, and it's when the second year that this race is run, so my predictions are not going to be the most in-depth of analyses. The plural of analysis. Analyses. We're just going to go with that word. Anyways, if you like if you like this episode, please five stars, rate, review, share. Any kind of engagement is appreciated. But now we will talk about the Miami Grand Prix preview. And I have to say, this is one of the more scenic uh, Grand Prix, but also like the second most expensive one that you can try to go to. Uh, Las Vegas is the only one that I know that's more expensive offhand and uh miami is definitely not a track that's worth being as expensive as it is well let's get right into that why don't we with the track and its history that i'm going to tell you about um the miami international autodrome it's like a permanently a purpose-built non-permanent circuit i don't know how exactly that's defined but uh (laughs) the track is 5.412 kilometers in length with a race distance of 57 laps that will encompass 308.326 kilometers around the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida. Track contains 19 corners, 12 of them to the left and 7 to the right. There's three DRS zones on this track, one down the main pitch straight, one down the long straight between turns 8 and 11 with the two with the few small kinks and bends in the middle of the straight that they call turns and the one down the back straight between turns 16 and 17 after the little Mickey Mouse chicane section, whatever they call it, underneath the interstate exit, um, and then down that long straight towards the final set of corners back to the line. This is only the second running of this race, as I kind of mentioned earlier. Last season, we saw Max Verstappen take the inaugural win with Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz rounding out the podium. Leclerc had taken the pole with Ferrari front row lockout alongside Carlos Sainz, with Valtteri Bottas actually slotting into P5 ahead of both Mercedes behind a Red Bull second row lockout. This will also literally be a home race for the one American driver on the grid, Logan Sargent, who was born in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Similar to Oscar Piastri in Melbourne, this is one of the few times that it's not just a home race because they bear the same country's name, but the same city as well that Sargent is taking part in the Miami Grand Prix. The only storyline that I have to watch and why this episode is so short because I have very little news to talk about is the Ferrari exodus continuing. Over the weekend in Azerbaijan, it was announced that Ferrari's sporting director, Laura Mekis, was going to be replacing the departing France Tost as team principal at Alpha Tauri in 2024. Ferrari's team principal, Fred Vasseur, was named the team principal over the winter and was asked this weekend if Mekis being overlooked for the position was the reason for him wanting to leave, but Vasseur refused to answer that, saying that it was between him and Mekis, and knowing him for over 30 years, he respected their friendship and relationship too much to answer that without Laurent having a say to the media himself. This news came about 
after a week of speculation that Mechies could follow former team boss Mattia Bonato and former technical director David Sh- David Sanchez, excuse me, and many others out the doors at Marinello, with many people at the company say, said to be unhappy with the executives in control of the entire thing. Uh, the only part of the departure that Vasur wanted to comment on was AlphaTauri's announcement, calling it aggressive and saying that the team have a long-term contract in place with Laurent and would now have to discuss a gardening leave period that works for both Mechies and Ferrari. So Vasur was only upset because, uh, excuse me, um, Mechies' departure was announced in April of 2023 that he was going to be leaving the team to help a rival in 2024. And this gardening leave he's talking about is saying that Mechies is going to have to leave the team before the end of the season now, as so the team will not give away its secrets to a new rival team's team principal, which just seems ridiculous. But I, I mean, I understand, but I would like to think that by the time Mechies gets to Alpha Tauri, should he have stayed until the end of the season, likely his ideas and anything that Ferrari were doing not going to get put onto the Alpha Tauri in time to start the season for 2024. But that's just my thought process. I don't work there. I don't know. But yes, mass exodus is happening at Ferrari. Be interesting to see if that's the last of the big names or longtime employees that are out the door. Mattia Bonato left and hasn't come back yet. No rumors as to where he might come back yet either. Sanchez left and went to McLaren to be part of their new technical um, aerodynamic development team. And Mechies is leaving, as I said, to be Alpha Tauri's new team boss. That's the only real bit of news that we got coming out of Azerbaijan, at least as of Monday. I haven't seen anything else. So we're just going to hop straight into my predictions for the weekend. This can be quick. Like I said, feel bad, but oops, Daisy, there's no news to talk about. So my predictions for the weekend, I am 5 out of 20 so far, 5 and 15, so probably do the opposite of what I say. Probably win a lot of money if you bet against me. Red Bull 1-2 in the Grand Prix is my first pick. What reason do I have to think that this isn't going to happen? It's a street track, so Sergio Perez will be towards the sharp end of the grid, and Max Verstappen won the race here last season. Uh, The cars are reliable as compared to last season, and both drivers have been relatively conservative once they get up front in the races. So assuming that they start up front, which they should, uh, they'll stay there and finish the race the safest way possible, whether it's Max winning or Checo. Um, With the three DRS zones and Red Bull's massive advantage in the straight line being exacerbated this season, uh, they should have no problem qualifying up front although they might not take pole because my second prediction is that a Ferrari is going to qualify on the front row. Charles Leclerc has arguably the best one-lap pace on the grid, beating out both Red Bulls in Baku and regularly challenging for a front-row starting spot on any given circuit, regardless of the order of dominance throughout the constructor's standings. After winning the pole here last year and winning it last time out in Baku, I think Leclerc can nab the top spot here once again, but if he can't, Carlos Sainz can throw a sneaky good qualifying performance out there when you least expect it as well. I was in Austin last season when he randomly threw it on pole. This guy can just randomly get a good qualifying run out of you, so I think one Ferrari will qualify on the front row, even if it's not pole. I'm just assuming it's pole because I doubt they hit up front barely, you know what I mean? Like They're not just going to 
barely outqualify one of the Red Bulls. If they're going to do it, it's going to be like, we're the fastest car here, and that's the end of the story. My third prediction, a new driver is going to finish on the podium. Lewis Hamilton, Fernando Alonso, Charles Leclerc, and both Red Bull drivers are all out of the new podium winners category. So here's to hoping that George Russell, Carlos Sainz, Lance Stroll, or anyone else that's not in a Red Bull can help fill out the podium this weekend. Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri, I'm looking at you. Anyone like that would be greatly appreciated for this preview pick. My fourth pick, no full safety car. This track to me is weird in that like the dangerous parts of the circuit have the most runoff areas to them and the easier parts have a wall right up next to you. Meaning a safety car could literally be deployed at any moment. And I know what you're saying, it's a street circuit. The walls are always closed. But like look at Miami around that big old turn six, seven, eight crescent turn before you go down the long straight with DRS. The runoff there is long enough. Like it makes Circuit Paul Ricard look like it's got nothing. Like, the runoff in that little turn is enough that, like, you could stop the car, whip a Yui, and then keep on going. Or even, you know, drift off, stop, and keep it turning, and get right back on the track. Like, the runoff there is ridiculous. But then there's other spots, like, uh, not the first corner, but the second little set of S turns before you get down to that end of the track. The wall is on the apex of the corner with no apron, like, no curbs. So, the weirdest setup like the fastest section where you shouldn't have any connection to the wall or collision with the wall and it's right there daring you to touch it so i'm saying it's dangerous but there will be no full safety car however after watching baku a track where chaos is expected and not really getting any after lap one i think that this track is going to be proven itself to be just as exciting as baku was fifth and final prediction Alex Albon to score points. I went on this one last week, but I am writing it even harder this week. Dang it, pounded my fist on my desk. I'm that, that set on it. Albon finished P9 here last season when the Williams was still flexing their version of the zero pod design of the Mercedes cars, the slower version of Williams' car. Imagine a car even faster in a straight line now and a year further in development from where it was last season. I think Albon gets points in rather easily as long as nothing happens to hinder his weekend, like poor qualifying, weather, anything like that that can put him back further in the grid. But uh, yeah, my podium prediction for this race, piecing together all of my regular predictions, we have a Max Verstappen win with Sergio Perez, runner-up finish, and Carlos Sainz, the newest person to get on the podium in the 2023 Formula 1 season. So, hope you enjoyed that preview. I actually almost made this preview as long as the Azerbaijan recap. That is ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, if you enjoyed, like, follow, subscribe, share. Any kind of engagement is appreciated. And I will talk to you after. Wait, you know what? I'm going to try to do my race rewind. So, I'll talk to you for that. Hopefully, tomorrow that comes out. If not, talk to you after the race on Sunday. So, um, don't know what else to say. Just going to go out. Uh, Bye-bye.